But I want you to know regardless that whatever the enemy meant for evil, God is turning it around for good. Are you ready? What the enemy meant for evil, God has turned That's right. it around. Turned it around. What the enemy meant for evil, God has turned it around for my. How many of you have that testimony? Come on, a strip thing. Stand singing this song. It's a declaration of faith.
people have looked at us and laughed at us. Some of us, stuff has happened in your life where people walked out on you and felt like you would never be of any good. I want you to sing this song with understanding. Even though you have not seen it, declare over that situation that what the enemy meant for evil, what that person thought as a boss, he's going to mess you up. God is turning it around. If you can turn around like this, turn around, turn around, turn around. Make it. Turn around. He's turning around. He's turning around. I can see everything. Hey. I can see everything. Yes, sir. I can see everything turning around.
beautiful day the Lord has made. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are joining us from. It's another beautiful day that the Lord has made, that we should rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All right, what you do for me, share the link, tell someone to tell someone that we are online. Today is Thursday, we are not supposed to be online, but because I've missed out Facebook Live two days because of network issue, and yesterday I couldn't join. I decided to come online today to pray for someone. All right, let's go ahead. Just lift your voice and let's give God praise this morning. 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 Father, we thank you. Keleman Shabaladasis. Kelebo Sigrafadashakadira Ladasis. Call of Oladoshkabalagadisis. Holy Vekadefekadish Kofolodosis Koshkefeladis Oskafaladashkefelidadasis. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. 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 
Father, we thank you. Lift your voice. Tell him thank you. Tell him thank you. Mountain, my mouth can testify. Mountain, my mind can comprehend. See, I've seen the wonders of your grace. I'm so sure that this is not the end. I'm so glad you found me worthy I can see, I can tell And I know it's your grace All my days I will sing And I know that it's your grace all my days. I will sing your praise. My heart is full of gratitude to you and no one else but you. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I'm by your grace Thank you Jesus for not giving up on me to this platform whether online now or offline thank you for our families thank you lord for my family i give you praise i give you praise i give you praise thank you lord in the name of jesus all right i want to pray for us but um i want to say certain things before we pray i want to say certain things before we pray now, um, every one of us wants a miracle. 
every one of us wants a miracle. But there are times that the first thing you need is not actually a miracle, but a principle. There are times that the first thing you need is not actually a miracle, but a principle. And such people who need principles and start waiting or chasing miracles, we either never have a miracle or their miracle will be delayed. Such persons who need principles but are chasing miracles, we either never get a miracle or their miracles will be delayed. What is miracle? Miracle is God's intervention in his person's life, a season, or a situation that creates results for a turnaround. Miracle is God turning a negative season into a positive season suddenly. But I can tell you this from my experience, and anyone who is matured and who has been with God, who has been in church, not just church now, if you are in church, that means you have been learning. But those who have been in God, we understand that God does not work by emergency. Let me tell you something. If you are somebody who doesn't pray, you have no prayer life, you have no study life, nothing. And suddenly you are in problem. Oh, let's God arise, let's God arise. 90% of the time you don't find God. You have no prayer life. You don't pray. You just sit down and... Once, oh God, Father, where are you, Father? Ninety percent. Have you ever experienced? Have you ever been in a situation where you are having problems? Instead of praying, praying, the more you pray, it was becoming worse. I don't know if I've been there before. If I've been there, let me see you. It's becoming worse. The more you pray, it's becoming worse. Look back. You're going to realize one thing. You never took the prayer serious for long. It was when the thing was it was looking like it to swallow you up. That was where you began to engage the prayer. Are you following me? If you are sincere to yourself, look back. It was when the thing looked like, ah, they, they will call me for the rent in two days. Ah, we need the money. Listen, prayer is not an emergency pee. It's not contraceptive. Prayer is not an emergency pill for you to swallow. Prayer is a habit. And a lot of, lot of you now, even with that experience, you are still doing the same thing now. Since then, till now, you have not learned that you have to build a prayer life. You are still using prayer as emergency. Your suffering might be long if you don't change. So someone in that situation doesn't need a miracle, but needs principle. Get your principle fixed. Get your principle fixed. Someone who keeps getting broke again and again, getting broke, getting broke, begging, begging, doesn't need a miracle. God bless you, you go broke. God bless you, you go broke. No, the person needs to be taught a principle. One of the principles called the principle of management, principle of saving, principle of investing. Someone who keeps getting heartbreak back to back from men, back to back, Ten men has broken your heart, the same pattern. No more needs prayer for relationship. The person needs to be sat down and be taught principles on how to manage relationship, 
how to detect idiots, how to detect real men, how to detect users and all of that, how to discern in the spirit a good man and a bad man before stepping into a render relationship. Someone who keep going to rise and fall, you rise, you fall, you rise, you fall, you rise, you fall, you rise, you fall, and it has happened to a number of times, doesn't just need a miracle now to rise back. Because that person rise back, the person will fall. The person need now to be taught principles of rising and remaining at the top. These are things a lot of us don't understand. And we are just mounting pressure on ourselves, dealing with our health, feeling God is unfaithful, feeling God is wicked. Ah, look at this person just got a miracle. Where is God? I'm still here. Look at this. Look, no ma, no ma. Calm down, calm down, calm down. There are principles that follow to life. There are principles that follow to life. I was I picked up somebody yesterday and um, from Accra and drove him back to Volta. So I discovered he was just sad and he was just talking. What's the issue? He said, ah, God should do for me too now. I have this this number of kids and I've just been jumping on Kada. Sometimes I have to walk from home to church and all of that. And you and I, at least I can count. This is the third car you are driving on this same road. And I'm just, yeah, I feel for him. Yeah, but listen, listen. Except you are not following me, there are things you cannot learn. Life is not emotional. Life is principled. Life is not emotional. Write this down on your wall, write it on your calendar. Life is not emotional. Life is principled. I said to him, I said, this same place you are talking of, I've walked this same place. I've trekked this same place. I've walked to church sometime with sweat, preach like that, walk back home, walk in the night. I had contact of five or other guys. Sometimes all the five, no one will be available. I've had times I don't even have offering. I don't even have food. I don't even have transport. Several times. So yours is not new. It was like, ah, but at least now, I said, I understand you, but life is not emotional. Life is principled. If you don't catch the principle, get ready to suffer for long. Get ready to suffer for long if you don't catch the principle. And a lot of us are not catching it. You are with all my teaching every day, every week. You are not catching it. You are just waiting out for a prophecy and a miracle. I understand. I always tell you, don't joke with your prophecy. I will not stop prophesying, no. I will prophesy. But listen, if principles are not put in place, what prophecy brings, prophecy will not keep it. Principle will keep it. What prophecy brings, prophecy will not keep it. It is principle that will keep it. What miracle brings, miracle will not maintain it. If God gives you a baby now, huh? By a miracle, we'll pray. Miracle, can you get a baby? Miracle will not beat the baby. Miracle will not go to Antinata for you. Miracle will not carry you to labor room. Miracle will not push for you. Miracle will not feed the baby. It is you understanding the principles of taking care of a baby that's going to do those things. But a lot of us, we don't want to learn the principles. We refuse. We refuse. So we want to tie everything around the neck of miracles. And you keep going back and forth and feeling like God is not helping. 
feeling like God is not faithful, feeling like God is, has abandoned you. No man, no man. You want to go up, you want to stay up, you want to remain up, you want to be able to lift others and be able to teach others to rise. Please, I'm begging you this morning, go for principles. I'm begging you this morning, go for principles. Principles will make you a principal. Principles will make you a principal. It will make you a principal. So most of us, yeah, I know things are bad. I know. But listen, inside those things that are bad, what you need now is sound doctrine. Sound doctrine. Sound doctrine. Lot of us don't even understand doctrine. You don't. You just go to church, come and go off and on. And your lifestyle is very appalling. Your lifestyle, the way you do your things, everything is just so scattered. And come on. Come on. Come on. I want us to run through scriptures. We will pray. We will pray. We will prophesy. We will pray. We will pray. And as you learn them, Bind the principles around the neck of your children. Teach them. Teach your children. Teach your children. Everybody around you should know what you stand for. Everybody that just called me out of the blue, I, I know that the person is either somebody who is just new on the platform or somebody who is not even on the platform. Or it's an emergency. They know my principle. You don't just carry your phone and just call me out of nowhere. One of my sons called uh, when I think it was Saturday, calling, 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 calling. I was like, "What's going on?" Okay, I assumed there was a problem. Picked the call. What was it? Um, a friend of mine that I invited to come and see you. She had a dream. I say, "Are you okay? Are you crazy? You are calling me because somebody dreamt a dream. Are you Are you okay?" The guy was frozen on phone. I said, who are you following? Who is your pastor? Who is your father? So I see, I said, God forbid. Even me, after I ended the car, I was just laughing. I said, God forbid. It can't be me. Me. And you don't know that like you don't carry phone and call just because you can't send message. You don't know when to. Oh, yeah. Out of my phone. I get out of my phone. Because if you say I'm your father, you don't know what I stand for. You don't know what I do. You don't know what I believe. Then I'm not. Now, if somebody come and tell you certain things about me, everybody, every one of you don't really know me. Some of you are just around from far. Some are close. But there are things they tell you that, hey, Pastor Nobel did this. So the level where you know me, you can say, no, it's not true. Even, even without you hearing from me, you can say, no, it's not true. He can't do it. There are things somebody will tell you, hey, I call Pastor Nobel, he blasted me. Everyone prayer will tell you it's true without them thinking twice. Oh, they will tell you it's true. They won't even, they won't tell you what, what did you do. They won't even ask you. They will tell you it's true for asking you what did you do. Because me, I will blast you when you are, when you misbehave. I will give you the blasting for free. You won't pay. You won't pay. It's free of charge. So if you say you are working with me, you say you are following me and you can't know or you don't know my principles. You don't know the protocols around me. You don't know how to reach me. You don't know when not to reach me. Then you are not with me. You are a stranger. Jesus said, 
that I am the door. Whoever that wants to come to the Father must come through me. But the thief goes through the window. So if you go through the door, then you are a son. You understand the protocols of the house. You go through the window, you are a thief. So your children must know the principle of the house as a mother, as a father, your family. There must be a principle guarding your house. By this time, this thing should not be done. This thing should not be done this way. This place should not be go. This place should not do this. In my house, they know there's a seat you don't sit on. No matter how the chairs are occupied, there's no space stay on the ground. That seat is sacred to me. It's not because of anything. That's my prayer altar. If you don't value it, the day you will be in trouble. If they put you, if they send you to that seat, nothing is going to happen. I think I traveled, and one of my daughter was under attack. My wife just carried her, went to drop her on the chair. That was all. Carried her, went to dump her on the chair. But there were other chairs in the ground. Why didn't she take her to other chairs? Because she understood that those other chairs are just other chairs. But this one is sacred. So when principles are sacred, they produce results. When principles become sacred, they produce results. But when you begin to handle principles carelessly, I tell you the truth, even the most anointed cannot get the results in that atmosphere. Even the most anointed will not get results in that atmosphere. Now, before we get into the Bible, I want us to pray three minutes. Three minutes. What is the prayer? Father, open my heart today to receive your word. Open my heart today to receive your word. Open my heart today to receive your word. Go ahead, lift up your voice and pray right now. Lift your voice and pray now. I can see, I can tell, and I know it's your grace all my days. I will see
Jesus' name we pray. All right, Father, I ask that you put your word upon us. Read your word upon us. Breathe your word upon us this morning. And we ask for a special touch of your spirit and by your spirit. Lord, break every wrong and every hard part of us, remove it, build us up, and edify us to the glory of your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Okay. Proverbs 3. Proverbs chapter 3. Let's take from verse 1 to 3 first. Okay, let's just run through um, from verse 1 down to 10. Proverbs 3, 1 to 10. All right, let's get the scripture. Let's flow. Proverbs 3, 1 to 10. Very quick, very quick, very quick. Where are those that get my scriptures? Okay, let me read my Bible already. I like everybody to follow the reading. That's why I wait for them to post. Not because I don't have my Bible. I like everyone to follow the reading. Hmm? My son, forget not my law. But let thine heart keep my commandment. So you see, the word law there is talking about principles. My son, don't forget, not their law, my law. Every family is different. The law in my family and the law in your family is not the same. Now, when you enter a Catholic church, the law there is different. When you enter... Um, let's say Winner's Chapel, the law there is different. When you enter Lighthouse, the law there is different. So, who are you following? What law are you keeping? You don't carry any law and follow everybody and accept to succeed. You don't carry any law you like. Oh, uh, me, I grew up in 
um, white and white church. I grew up in black and black church. This is how we used to behave. I, uh, nobody can tell me to change. Just go back and stay in the black and black or the white and white. If you cannot be re-instructed, you can't follow. And the result... So, if you cannot be re-instructed, you can't follow. And if you cannot follow, you cannot be used. If you cannot be used, then you will not be able to enjoy of the grace that have been made available in that environment. That is how life works. You will leave Ghana right now. Even the president of Ghana cannot suddenly wake up, enter Togo, and start using Ghanaian law as a president. Start using Ghanaian law or constitution to begin to operate in Togo and say it does not matter. They will deport him. Even Togo, Togo, they will deport him. So you must understand where am I now? Where am, who am I with now? What is the law in that place right now? What is the protocol? What is the precept? What do they accept? What do they reject? If you don't fix it, you keep carrying the old you, Charlie, you'll be in problem. I'm telling you, you'll be in, no matter how you try to force it, you'll be in problem. You'll be in problem. So while your growth comes, you must learn that there are things you must drop and there are new things you must pick up. Get back my scripture, let's, let's grow. So I said, my son, keep my law. Can I get my scripture again, please? Forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandment. So the law is the principles laid down. It can be adjusted, it can be added, it can be removed. Commandments are daily or weekly instructions. The laws are laid down rules. But commandments come daily. Hey, that's why I look at people who, oh, you are my father, I'm your son. Who instructs you? Some of us, we don't understand how this thing works. You are my father. Oh, I'm your son. I'm your daughter. When was the last time you received instruction from me? When was the last time you came to ask, what should I do? What can I do? Not for problem. Am I doing fine? I have a lot of admins. Some are doing better than some. Let me tell you why. I'm sure a lot of them are online. Let me tell you why. Some of them, when they are done ministry, they come and ask me, how did I do? Some are now learning it little, little. This is a for an example. From day one, when she's done, she'll come and ask me, did I do well, sir? Did I meet the date? The date. Sometimes she'll take out some months, sir, please. I know you have been busy. Okay, what is my record for the past two months, for the past one month? What have I missed out? And I've given her more hard instruction than any other admin. And yes, she follows. Sometimes I tell her, go and fast for no reason. For no reason. What did she just do? She did one teaching that she didn't teach well. I said, you are going to fast. Sometimes you are going to do this. You are going to do that. But there are some, they are my admin. No, I can't tell them that. I can't tell them that. I can't. Because even when they say yes, I have discerned in the spirit that their heart is not fully in line with what I'm saying. So I look at them and I keep quiet. Waiting for the day their heart to be ready. Then instruction will come. And this is what makes sonship and fatherhood instructional commandment. Who commands you? 
Do you obey? Do you follow? Verse 2 said, For length of days, this is what we're going to deal with today. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. For length of days. So these principles now and this commandment, they have a benefit. And the benefits include that they are going to lengthen your days. They will give you long life and they will bring peace to you. So you want long life, you want peace, be ready to know the commands and to follow the laws. You don't want it, forget it. No father will close his eyes and watch the, the child fall into a ditch, fall into fire. It will give them laws and command that will bring them out. But when they get to a point where they feel that this fire there, they have to fall. You have to let them be. Let them fall. Some of us, you attend church, you. But the reason why you are suffering, the pastor of your church is too small to talk to you. Your pastor is too small to talk to you. Your prophet is too small. Why? You are richer by finances. Your car is bigger. Your house is bigger. You are older by age. I've, I've pastored different kind of people. I, 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 if you be around me, I love people. I respect people. I honor people. But two things I don't take. Number one is dishonor. Number two is disorder. I, I don't care your age. I don't take it. Nah, I don't take it. I don't take it. I will insult you, but I can advise you to change church. Look for another church and attend. Because if I can't instruct you, I can't pastor you. I remember, I've, I've shared this story. A woman who was in my church, she was an elderly woman than me. Me, I will greet you. I'm not, I'm not the type that because I'm pastoring you, I will now wait for you to come and say good morning, sir. Or you come and bow. That's nonsense. I don't do that. We understand where age comes in. We understand when the oil comes in. And she happens to be so close. When she came into the church, she was at the point of death. She had this heart enlargement, and you could literally see the heart pumping out of the chest, physically, not in that. Physically, you could see the chest pumping. And everyone had said, this woman is just going to die. I told her, let me go and pray. I went to God in prayer. God said, give her only one instruction. Tell her to follow you. Number two, tell her to become a giver. Whether she see poor people, people who are sick, people who are in trouble, tell her to follow you. Number two, let her become a, a giver. So I called her, come, she came. I said, follow me. Number two, be a giver. Help as many as you can. Give as many as you can do. She said, is that all? I said, yeah. She will do it. I said, not because you are sick now, you want healing. I'm telling you, this is the way out. She said she would do. Okay. I laid my hands on her. I would pray, 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 pray throughout that week. Suddenly, her heart came back to normal. She came to do Thanksgiving. Everything was fine. After months again, after, after one year, the attack came back. We prayed and she was fine. At least she lived for, for three years. She was fine. Everything was okay. Suddenly, one day, she came and said she wanted to relocate. I said, don't go anywhere. Don't move. Stay where you are. Oh, things are hard. Business is not going. I said, sit down. It's just because of the COVID. Things will get back. He said, okay. Something happened in the church. A man messed up. I scolded the man. And the man stopped coming to church. And she went to visit the man to... Um, tell him to come. Uh, I have not seen each other and all of that. When there, the man said all kind of rubbish, said a whole lot of things and all of that. And she went to receive what the man said. I discovered that the day she came back from that place, she started acting funny. What they discussed, I don't know. I'm not interested. I, you see me, I hate gossip. I hate it. 
I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. I don't just you carry it, go. It will not add anything that will not add money to my pocket, add benefit to the work I'm doing. Don't tell me. Just carry it and just carry it and go and do your own thing. And started acting funny and all of that. I called her, I said, Madam, I can't bend my mouth because you are older or because you are you have changed. You have changed. This is not you. Oh Papa, no. Um it's just I said you me, I'm personal, but you know me. You have changed. Since you went to see this person and come, oh Papa, no, it's not like that. No, he just complained of this. He says, just said this. Hmm, uh, Papa, he said a lot. Oh, he said a lot. A lot of things have been wrong in the church, but I can't see. Listen, the moment people start telling you somebody said a lot, or I heard something, I cannot see. Be careful of that person. Me, I mark you from that day. I mark you. Me, I mark you. Hmm, I heard a lot too. But I can't see them. From that day, you are off my book. If you are, if I was praying for you, I will remove you from the book, or because of the mercy of God, I will put you down on the last. I can't trust you anymore. You are you are death trap around me, waiting to happen. I said, okay, no problem. God bless you. And I left. I left. The next Sunday, I didn't see her in church. I called her. Oh, I was not feeling fine. I said, okay. The next week, I didn't see her in church. I called her. Oh, um, I try. I went to this thing. I said, okay. I went to the house to visit her. I saw her. I didn't see, oh, Papa. Uh, this, 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 this. She did and did and did, off and off and on. Suddenly, I didn't hear from her again. I didn't see her again. The number was not going through. I will call the children. Oh, um, she's around. I will come to the house. She will tell me, them to tell me that she's not around. Suddenly, they say she had traveled. I will call, 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 nothing. I suddenly I was praying. I saw she was dead. I sent her. I said, where are you? Call me. Oh, Papa, I am fine. I'm okay. Uh, your daughter is fine. I'm okay. I said, you can't be my daughter. I don't know where you are. I can't reach you. I can't call you. You can't call back. You can't be, you know, you are not anymore. I can't be you. Three months. Three times I saw that she died. Three different times. The last one I sent her voice and I said, tell me where you are. I will drive and I will come and meet you. Even if you are inside the pit, me, I will come there. What I'm seeing is not good. Shanti, oh, Papa, I'm fine, no, I'm okay. Nothing has actually will happen to me. I'm okay. I said, okay, no problem. And I ended the call. It was three days later I heard she was dead. Three days later, after I sent out that voice note, I heard that she was dead. I felt the pain, but this is one thing I, I know. In the realms of the spirit, the enemy can't just conquer or kill a believer. What they do is to disconnect you from your protection first. The first thing the devil does is to disconnect you from your protection. They can't just kill you. If Satan sees who that their grace, their atmosphere covers you, their prayer covers you, their counsel, every one of us here was once growing, some are still growing. You realize when your mom began to warn you about a particular guy or a particular girl, you were stubborn. And at the end, you had issue with that relationship. You have a witness here. Or it might not be a boy, it might not be a girl, it might be the same gender. A friend, your mother was warning you, your father was warning you. At the end, you had issue with that friendship. At the end, you had issue with that. So the enemy will make you to be stubborn towards where your counsel will come from. They will make you to be stubborn towards where your cancer will come from. They will cut you off. That is how they can get you. 
watch your um, what is it called animal um, discovery channels every time the lion want to hunt an animal they target the secluded one they just keep roaming 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 they look for the one that is far from others they focus on that one but when all the animals are in group most of the time they don't easily if i thought they go they observe the weak one which one is weak which one is tired which one is too old to run which one is too small that's what they target so if believers can be of one heart, can stay focused, the enemies getting us down will be very difficult. Most of the attacks you have gone through in church is when you became disobedient, when you began to eat your tight, when you began to complain about what is going on in church. By the time you began to complain of what you did, what you did, that is when the problems in your life started, when you began to make complaints. Check yourself. Check it. Check it. I don't know where your parable is coming from or going to. There's no smoke with my fire. We are not in the kitchen, no. Where's this? Who is the smoke? Is it your mother's instruction or your disobedience is the smoke or the fire? Explain so that I will understand. All right, get my scripture. This morning I came to talk. I will pray. I will pray. I will prophesy when time comes. God help us. But this morning I came to talk to. I've been up since 2 a.m. Was it to 1 a.m.? I've been up since 1 a.m. I've been up since 1. I came to talk. I came to talk. Verse 3. He said, Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thy heart. Verse 4. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. So when you do this thing, you will find favor. So favor does not just come by prayer. There are things that bring favor. I pray that we learn, no? I pray that we learn. Favor and good understanding for people to... Listen, if people keep understanding you, this scripture is telling you that there are principles you have broken. If people always misunderstand you, nobody understand me, nobody is listening to me, nobody, when I talk, they always, everybody hates me. Madam, boss, this scripture is telling, the Bible does not lie you. It's telling you that there is something wrong with your principles. You are breaking a particular law. At your workplace, in church, or at home, oh, nobody wants to listen to my own. Nobody, how come you want to talk when, every, when everybody is talking? How come you want to talk when they have already brought a law? They have concluded that this is the law. The authority have spoken or everybody has spoken. Now you want to add your own and so nobody is listening to you. Who follow this orderliness? Who does that? Pastor said everybody should do this. That is when you want to do that. The leader have concluded, okay, we're going to do this. That's why you want to do that. Don't get it wrong. I understand that there are times when some leaders just want to overdo to show you that they too, they have power. I understand that. But two things, either you still follow or you walk out if you can't obey. If you stay there being rebellious to authority, they either kill you or they will just deal with you. It's two things. Either you leave or you stay there and obey. That's how it works. You can't stay under an authority and being rebellious and expect to be blessed and expect to be pampered and to be celebrated. It doesn't, no, no, no leadership will take it. I've worked with the good, the bad, the terrible, the ugly. Yeah, I've worked with every kind of, every kind of people. 
and I know the difference. I know how to work with all of them. I know the one I cannot take. But me, it's very difficult to find the one I cannot take. Even if you are Satan, Charlie, we did. If I tell you the kind of people I have worked with, you can't even stay with them for two days. You will ask me, how did you stay around this person for five years? I worked with them. And it's part of what has shaped me to the, the, where I am today that I can discern people and I can accept almost everybody. I can accept almost everybody. I think I was making a complaint last time of somebody who made some misbehavior. And I told the person, I'm not angry because I, I chatted up the person. I, I reached out to the person. I told her, I said, look at what you did. It was wrong. My admins will not do things this way. Oh, she was teasing. I said, no, you are wrong. I will tell you my own. Okay, no problem. It's fine. That was what she said. I said, okay. I was like, things are bad. Things are bad. I said, don't worry. Everything will be fine. God is turned. I hear that God is turning things up. Last night, the person sent me a message. She already left the platform. If me, me personally, if she had said the things she said before, I told Mrs. Sika to add her back, I wouldn't have added that again. I wouldn't have. But I'm glad she didn't tell me earlier. Because that was not, that's fleshly. That's the flesh leading. But I'm glad it didn't go that way. So I prayed with her on, on WhatsApp and sent her a message of prayer. And yesterday, she was reaching out for, to me, thanking God. She has a daughter who had finished school over two years, no job. After I sent her message, the daughter got an interview for the first time in her life. She has a job. The mother got a job a few months ago. The daughter got a job. So imagine now if, listen, let me repeat what I said to you. Every time you are close to your miracle or you are where God will bless you, that is where the devil comes to attack. So why did the devil create that misunderstanding for her to do what she did? The devil knew this miracle was coming. The devil knew this miracle was coming. So the only way to stop the miracle was to make her get a misunderstanding, disconnect her, then that thing would not happen. That was what the devil would have done. That thing wouldn't have happened. Listen, don't just be quick to judge things and judge people. Be discerning. Be discerning. I have a season while I was trusting God for some prophetic dimensions. And a mentor I was following then who had what I needed. He was the one who I was getting the things I was, I was, I, I, I was trusting God for. Suddenly, something happened that we had some issue that we fell out and it was so bad. He did something very wrong. I was mad. I was mad because me, eh, if I follow you, you will know I'm following you. Yeah. If I follow you, you will know. If I'm not following you, I don't know how to pretend though. I don't know how to pretend. I'm not a two-faced person. If I don't like you, you will know I don't like you. You will you beat me? Are you feeding me? If I like you, you will know that I like you. You will know. I don't like you and I don't I don't get close to you. I don't call you. I don't give to you. No, I don't do that. If I like you, you will know. So he knew how much I loved him. He knew how much I relied on his instruction and his everything. And something happened, some business and all of that. It, it, the whole thing was fraudulent. Some things were hidden and all of that. And my money at stake was about 2 million naira. Almost at, with current Ghana CD, almost, let's say, 42, 45,000 Ghana CDs of now. And, and I realized the whole thing, well, they were, it was, they were fraudulent. I was mad. 
I, I sat down, sent him voice notes of almost 10 minutes. Said a lot of things. Said, I'm going to report to the police. I will report to authority. I will do this, do that, do that. He called me, called, called. I didn't pick and all of that. Sent a message. I said, I, I want my money. I want my money. That's all I want. I want my money. Said, okay, I should just give him, send an account, give him time and all of that. Sent half of the money and the other one was not there. And while I was just sat sitting down there, I was pumping. I was angry. I was pumping. I decided to kneel down and pray. While I kneel down to pray, the Holy Ghost asked me a question. So are you still a Christian? And I'm like, what are you saying? He said, is it because of money that you are behaving like this? I'm like, 45,000 Ghana cities. As of then, I'm like, ah, God, this must not be the voice of God. I reject it. Say so you are breaking a valuable relationship because of money. I now began to get where God was taking me to. The Lord took me suddenly back. Two years before that, three years, I sent this same person message on Facebook begging that he should accept me on his Facebook account. I was already following his Facebook page, but I wanted to follow closely. I was begging, pleading, not even to see him. Can you add me to your Facebook account? And he told me, check my page. Are you not seeing that it's already full? Where will I add you? Very sarcastic statement like that. So the Holy Ghost reminded me when I was begging to be close. You know, most of you, God can't talk to you. That's why you are suffering. Yeah, God can't talk to you. The people you are fighting now, the people you are hating now, do you remember when you were privileged to talk to them? All the misbehavior you are doing now. Do you, the people I look at on this platform, I will laugh. Yeah, some are still on the WhatsApp platform. Some just go and come, go and come. Some have left. I will laugh. Do you remember when you begged? When you begged to be prayed for? When you begged for hello, for hi? Most of us, listen, let me not say certain words, but there are things you do, you will struggle. Listen, it's not me. I'm not talking, I'm not talking about myself now. But the moment you don't know how to manage relationships, suddenly I meet a job. Um, Eja is now a friend that I love. Ah, I love you. Eja, oh, we stay together till Jesus come. Suddenly, I now meet um, uh, Marilyn. And Marilyn now has something better than Eja some way. Let's say she's now giving me better money. I rubbish Eja. I walk out of Eja's life. I focus on Marilyn. That is where I now go. She's the one I now talk to. Suddenly, I now see Princess. Princess is now has something better. I just leave Eja and um, what is it called? And uh, Marilyn. And I focus on Princess. You are a fake person. And listen, people like you, the day you're going to be in trouble, the day you're going to be in trouble, you have nobody standing for you. You will have nobody standing for you. That is number one. Number two, listen, People are the top. People are the top. I'm telling you the way people, some people will not tell you. Some will just be quiet because, particularly pastors, will just be quiet because maybe we want attendance or because we just want people. They will not talk. They will be quiet. But look at this. Every man who had gotten to the top knows that men at the top barely have genuine friends. You are only there for what you can get or how you can use. That is all you are there for. So now, when they see you left people for them, the first thing they trace is, who did you leave? Why did you leave? 
and how did you live? Who did you live? How did you live? And why did you live? Anybody come to me, I want to be your son. First thing I ask is, where, what church do you attend? What church were you attending? Why did you stop? What is going on? The moment I see you have been rebellious, Charlie, I can't accept you. You will do the same thing to me. Oh, they know, they know. Some will just be quiet, leave you, but they can't bring you close. Yeah. They can't bring, they will just keep you far. Keep you far. Oh, my daughter, my son. Oh, God bless you. Oh, but they know deep down their heart, you don't belong here. Because the day anything will happen, you will not be there for them. You will be out again looking for somebody else to do what and what with. So, the Holy Ghost took me back and began to... So I went back to my Facebook uh, this thing. Look what I saw it. I started crying. I started crying. I called him. I called him. I said, sir, the remaining money, one million naira, forget it. It's a seed. Let it go. It's a seed. Let it go. And I ended the call. I was crying, praying, asking God for mercy. But I know the principles based on the things I've let out of my mouth. This is a prophet. You don't just see certain things and just, ah, I, I, I sent the message again, sir, please, can I call you? He said, yes, call. Then I called him. I said, please, where's your wife? He told me, I want to say something. I said, no, put your wife on, put her on. I want her close. She came. I knelt down in my room. I said, please, I'm kneeling down right now. I want to say sorry to both of you that I value money more than my relationship with you. You could hear from the tone of the wife, the woman was shocked, but the man was still trying to add box. Uh, you see, uh, this is the right thing to do. You know, I said, boss, come. This thing I'm doing is because of God. Do. It's because of God and because of the, my kind of person. I can just change now. But I knelt down. And when they were talk, done, finished talking, 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 I said, please, can you pray for me? Please, can you pray for me? And they prayed. I said, Amen. Since then, till now, every, if I tell you, I can't explain the whole thing that happened. I can't mention the person. If I break it down, ah, you, you will tell me that you, you will shoot the person. I just spoke about the money side. Since then, till now, him and the wife, I send them money every month. Yeah. So this is why you can't be me. This is why I can't, no, you can't take me down. No, 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 no. Since then till now, every month, I send the wife money. I send them money. One day the wife asked me a question. What kind of person are you? I said, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But my wife gave birth. She called. If I, this, this is somebody, a top, I'm talking of a, a, a top prophet, called. Called, called my wife. The uh, wife sent voice note. Uh, okay, the wife called. He sent voice note and all of that. Listen, there are things we must take out. There are things we must relearn. This online, like I always say to us, I can choose to come on, just prophesy. I don't care. I don't care. Or say whatever. I'm not an angel. I'm a human being like you. If you see me get angry, you will run. Ask me, Sikau. If I show you pepper, you will run. I have pepper. If you are looking, if you are following only this one, you think I'm nice. If I show you pepper, Charlie, you will run. No? 
if I show you Pepe, you will run. I'm telling you my own now. So don't come and think, oh, I don't have flaws. Charlie, I'm human being like you. I make mistakes. I have errors. I've made plenty mistakes that would have killed me or ended my ministry. It's just the mercy and the grace of God. But I'm telling you that even in your humanness, there are things you can learn. I've not learned anything. This little one, I've not. I have a lot to learn. I have a lot to learn. But a lot of us, I'm only telling you why you are suffering and why you will keep suffering. It's the way you cut off people, particularly those who have power, spiritually or physically, the way you cut off people. They offended you, I know. I know. But there are things you must learn to let go. There is a way you walk out of people's life. I'm telling you, there is a way you walk out of people's life. All right, let me finish. I've never, hey, God, help me today. I've never entered my point. I have six points to give us. I said today I'm teaching. So I'm online. If you are tired, bye-bye. See you this evening. I will be online. Take it only this morning. See you tomorrow. For me, I did here. For those who are there, we did. Get back my scripture. Let's go. So only those who are happy now, those who are in America, because the time is still early morning for them. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not on thy own understanding. So he said that after you are done with the mercy, you've received mercy, and through mercy you will find favor. What brought us to all this long discussion is that those things we just spoke about said it will bring you in favor with men and with God. This is the best thing that happened to your life. Favor with men and God and good understanding. Then, from the side, trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not unto thy own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Be not wise in thy own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be held to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. Let's go, verse 9 and 10. And let me just give us this point. So help me God. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruit of all thy increase. So shall thy bands be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. May God bless his word in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Hmm. How to live long and peaceful. That's what I titled this meeting, but I would have, I, that's what I feel like titling it. How to live long and peaceful. Number one, don't abandon mercy. Don't abandon the mercy of God. Don't abandon them. He said, forsake not mercy. The study of that scripture, forsake not mercy. Forsake not mercy. Listen, mercy is not a right. Mercy is a privilege. Mercy is not a right. Mercy is a privilege. Everything happening for you and happening around you is the mercy of God. The moment you begin to have entitlement mentality, you deserve to wake up. You deserve to own a car. You deserve to get married. You deserve to have a baby. That is the day mercy will get withdrawn. Then you will see the re-attack of the enemy. You will see what life looks like to a natural man. Don't forsake mercy. Can I get Romans 9, 14 to 16? 
Romans 9, 14 to 16. Listen, keep this in your heart. Everything you are now, God made it. Everything you are now, God made it. God made it. Everything you will be, God will make it. Oh, pastor, you see, I have master's degree in uh, physiology and this, this, this. If God has said you will not go to school, you would have run mad before you even got admission. Let me read the scripture. What shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness in God? God forbid. For he had said to Moses, I will have mercy. Listen, if this scripture does not fear you, then you will not enjoy mercy. If this scripture does not fear you, for he said to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. And I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. So what this scripture means is that you can wake up and say, Father, show me mercy. You will say no. As simple as ABC. Oh God, show me mercy. He will say no. What will you do? Will you beat him? Will you go and look for another God? Save Johnny. There's nothing you will do. He said it's mercy. It is of my own prerogative to show mercy on whom I choose to. There's nothing you can do about it. I will have mercy on whom I choose. And he said in verse 16, So then it is not of him that will it, nor of him that run it, but of God that showed mercy. Most of you, you are not where you are now because you are not working hard. Though. You are not where you are now because you are not sound medically to get pregnant. You are not where you are right now because you are not beautiful enough. But God said it's not time for mercy. Hold on. It's not time for mercy. If mercy is removed, you won't get this thing. Hold on. I want to do it in my own time. So everybody will pray. The biggest prophet will prophesy. The lowest will prophesy with date, with time, with details. And at the end of the day, you still, the date will come and pass. Nothing happened. Are you still asking God? Did the prophet lie? Did the this? So the next thing you look out for, oh, it's another accurate prophet that just came to town. He's coming from Zambia. He came from Zimbabwe, very accurate. Ah, if he prophesies, if he do oh, oh yeah, you move there again. Ah, there's one prophet, this one. Ah, he sees, he sees like spirit. In fact, I'm not sure he's a human being. Very accurate. If he tells you A is A, if he tells you B, move again. That you wait, they give you another one. You wait there, then it's not. Ah, there's another one. Charlie, at this moment, it's time for you to actually sit down for principles. There's something God is saying that he, you have not heard. Yeah. There's something God is saying that you refuse to hear. The stubbornness is what is just carrying you to and fro. It's time to sit down with for principles and hang on the mercy of God. If God refuses to show you mercy, there's nothing you can do. So that we show mercy on whom I will show mercy. Say, so it is not of him then that we let, nor of him that run it, but of God that showed mercy. You have degree, it's because God showed you mercy. You have masters, it's because God showed you mercy. You are alive, it's because God showed you mercy. You are married, it's because God showed If you knew the plans of the enemies, 
during the period you were to get married, how they plan to scatter your marriage. If you knew the way, some of you cry, even the, the event you had your wedding, they planted poison on the ground that you and your husband will come, both of you will die, or so there will be confusion. But God in his mercy covered it. Some of you, you have stepped on charm this morning. Front of your door, somebody have kept charm. You step in, your leg just felt hot. Suddenly, it was normal. And you are walking, going about your day. It is mercy that keeps keeping us. So how will you forsake such great mercy? How will you forsake such great thing? How? Now let me tell you something. Pride and self-praise can easily make you forsake mercy. Pride. Yeah. Pride and self-praise. You begin to feel is your power. You begin to feel is your might. Me, I'm very hard working, you know, Charlie. There are people who work hard more than you, eh? They are not getting 1% of your results. They are not foolish. They are doing everything they can. Listen, principles are fine. Principles are very powerful. But if mercy is withdrawn, the right principle will fail. Principles are fine. Principles are very powerful. If mercy is absent, the right principle will fail. Please, this is not to spite anyone, okay? It's not to spite anyone. But it's the, the closest I want I can use to give an example. Now, two persons are married and one got pregnant. The other one is married for five years now, yet to get pregnant. The same sex. The same sex. The same semen is entering them. Yeah. It's not, but that, boss, it's not your style. If you like, say you hang on the fan, you hang on the cupboard, you went to the bush. It's not your position. No. It's not your position. Oh, you would have gone on top. You would have gone under. You would have, okay, elephant style, crocodile style, hippopotamus. It's not the position. It's not. It's not. Mercy. 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 So every one of us, I want to say this to us, Every day of your life, your biggest prayer should be mercy. Your biggest prayer should be mercy. Your biggest prayer every day should be mercy. Father, mercy. Listen, if you don't understand the revelation of mercy, from the Old Testament, there was something called the judgment throne. That was where God was sitting upon, the judgment throne. Throughout the era of Abraham, Moses, Elijah, the judgment throne. But something happened when Jesus came, he died, he paid the price. Now, another seat was lifted called the mercy seat. So the seat was now exalted, the seat was down, it was now exalted and kept at the right side of the Father. So the judgment throne is not above mercy, neither is mercy above. They are both at par. That is why God still judges still now, but God still shows mercy. They are both working hand in hand because of what Jesus did. So you don't know to kill, you don't need to kill a goat to be forgiven, you don't need to kill a cow, you don't need to, Father, genuinely ask God for mercy, it will be poured out. Reckless love, died, went to the grave, came out, went to heaven, just because he wants to make mercy available, and you are forsaking this thing, thinking it's your power that is giving you what you have.
you are married. Your elder sister is not married. You feel it's because you are too beautiful. Have you checked your mirror well? Have you checked your mirror well? You should be asking your husband, what did he see? You should be asking him. You have a job. People who are more qualified than you don't have a job. And you think it's because you are smart. Oh, me, when I entered there, I just did via, 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 via. Charlie, calm down now. See, sometimes eh, when things are working for us, we feel that we are too good, not knowing that it's grace and mercy that is keeping us. And it's more force. Things are not working for you. You feel it's your sin. Listen, the people who things are working for, some are committing more sin than you. I'm not endorsing sin. I'm talking about mercy. Some, they are committing more sin than you. Yeah. The one that have a child, some have done more abortion than you. I'm telling you the truth. They have done more than you. The one that is married, they have slept with more sugar than this than you. The one that have a job, even slept with somebody to get the job. But you that is saying you will not do, you are the one that is not getting. So what is wrong? Charlie, just be patient with God. Just be patient and cry out to God for mercy. Cry out to God. Cry out to God. Just be patient with God and cry out to God. Ask him for mercy. Keep asking for mercy. Don't get tired. Mercy. 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 Don't compromise. Just keep crying to God for mercy. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get the re recording. Let me repeat what I said. Everything you are, God made it. Everything you have, God made it. If God changed his mind, you are finished. Psalm 102 verse 13 Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion for the set time to favor her has come. So anytime God wants to change your life, the first thing he will bring is mercy. So until Jesus, who sits on the mercy seat, decides that is your time, nobody can help you, not even prophet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No prophet can help you. No prophet can help you. Until Jesus said, is your time. And he speaks from the mercy seat. Nobody can help you. We are just messengers. Sometimes, even as prophets, we over we overlook on ourselves. We overspeak of ourselves. Ah, go and mark my word. It must come to pass. If Jesus said the word will not come to pass, there's nothing you will do. If Jesus said the word will not come to pass, prophesy accurately, it will fail. Yeah, it will fail. It will fail. I've learned this and learned it the hard way, and I'm very careful in certain things. Very careful. You are not God. Number two. Number two is truth. He said, forsake not mercy and truth. You want to live long and live peaceful. Truth. In fact, before we get to number two, I want us to pray one minute. This morning, I came to teach. I came to pray. We are praying and we are asking God, Father, show me mercy. Lord, increase the dose of your mercy in my life. Father, show me mercy. We will get to number two. I want us to pray. Mercy, Lord. Upon my marriage, mercy, Lord. Upon my finance, mercy, Lord. Upon my business, mercy, Lord. Upon my health, mercy, Lord. Upon my father, mercy, Lord. Upon my children, mercy, Lord. Upon my husband, upon my wife, mercy upon my career. Lift your voice right now. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Two minutes pray that prayer. Mercy, Lord. 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 Two minutes, two minutes. Pray. Katiboso. Lekete parakatabasa. Yatepeta. Brukatekata. Brukatekata. Brukasoko. 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 
In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. May God show us mercy. Number two, Proverbs 3, verse 3. Proverbs 3, verse 3. He said, forsake not mercy and truth. Number two is truth, truth, truth. Listen, lies will kill you faster than any poison. Lies. Living a life of lies and lying. Listen, as simple as lying may sound, God hates it. It's part of the works of the flesh. It's part of the things that make you lose out of the blessing. God hates lies. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Don't let them leave you. You don't leave them. Bind them. Do you know what binding means? Bind them. Tie it about your neck. Write them on the tables of your heart. Mercy and truth. Write it. Tie it. Take rope. Tie mercy. Tie truth on your neck. Most of all, just lie out of the blue. We just lie carelessly. We just say this without... Listen. The truth may hurt, but it is far more peaceful. Truth. Truth may hurt. Truth may hurt. But truth, truth will give you more peace than life. If you lie and you are still at peace, I have a scripture for you. John 14. If you lie and you are at peace, oh, John, is it? No, John 8.44. I have a scripture for you. If you lie, you keep lying, you are at, you are at peace. Nothing, you don't feel anything anymore. Oh, so some, they don't call it white lie. Some are white lie. Some are black lie. Charlie, lie. It be lie. I don't care the color. It's white, pink, blue, purple. Lie is lie. Lie is lie. Can I get a scripture? John 8, 44. Yea, of your father, the devil. Yea, of your father, the devil. And the lust of your fathers, yea, we do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own. So when Satan lies, the, the devil does not think of what to lie for he is a liar and the father of it. So you are lying and no remorse. You don't feel bad. You don't cry to God for mercy. Listen, this is your scripture. Your father is the devil. I know you have Bible. I know you carry Bible. The Bible is big. I know you are an usher, but you have not come to a place where you lie without blinking. You can even lie under an oath. A girl was lying and swearing with her womb in front of my eyes. 
a girl was lying, swearing with her womb. I said, you did this thing. She didn't know I had, I had the evidence on my phone already that she did what she, she, she was. You see, if, if I said it, let my, my womb, may, may, may she never have children. She, with her womb, said, you are lying, calm down. She was lying. I said, okay, no problem. I took out my phone. I played the evidence for her. Started apologizing. She's sorry. She's sorry. I said, you've already lied with your womb. You've already sworn with your womb. Most of you, you as simple as this thing. It, listen, if you want to live in peace, start learning to tell truth too. If you want to live in peace, start learning truth. Start learning to tell truth. People I worry more for are people who are grown, you are in your 30s, 40s, and you are still doing the things you did in your 20s. You are in your 40s, you are still doing the things you did in your 30s. You are in your 50s, you are still doing the things you did in your 30s. When I see the way some elderly people lie, I get confused. When I see the way they scheme, they play game, I get worried. My wife will always hear me say, make a statement like, ah, you cry, why are you talking like one old man? I said, no. I'll tell her, say, I'm too, I'm too old, I'm getting too old for to start doing certain things again. I'm not getting younger. I have to start becoming an example for my children that I, this I, sh I shouldn't be doing again. Both my spiritual children, both my biological children, I have, I'm growing. There are things I have to start putting. This thing, this reality dawned on me four years ago. Hey, you are not getting younger. You are not getting younger. There are things you must start putting away. There are some hairstyle I used to like. I can't have them again. That's some kind of clothes I like to wear. I can't wear them again. What kind of example do I want to be? And most of you, the same lifestyle, the same character, the same attitude, the same anger, the same gossip, the same hatred, the same unforgiveness, the same betrayal. Since you were a teenager till now, the only thing that I've changed is your size. That's all that I've changed. And your voice will become thicker. Nothing. Your character is still the same. You are not ready to live life. You are not ready to live life. The truth may hurt, but listen, it is far more peaceful. It is far more peaceful. Lying is simply bearing false witness. Lying is simply bearing false witness. Begin to readjust your life. Say to yourself today, I'm not getting any younger. And begin to put aside certain things. Begin to put aside. I'm not getting any, I'm not getting any younger. I'm tired of just dating anybody randomly. Somebody come, I need to take my time and ask questions. I'm not getting any younger. I'm tired of wasting my money, spending every money. It's time to start saving for my future. I'm not getting any younger. I'm tired of just making anybody a friend. Anybody that called me, I'm available. Oh, where are you? Come, come, go, go, go. It's time for me to start sit down, start putting my life in order. If you read Exodus 20 verse 16, Exodus 20, verse 16. If you can give me that scripture, I'll be glad. Exodus 20, 16, Revelation 21, verse 8. Exodus said that you should not bear false witness. That is a lie. False witness is a lie. Some people, hey God. Hmm. It's well. Years ago, a man brought a petition against me to my pastor. Exodus 20, 20 verse 16. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. 
a man brought a patient to my pastor that he met me sleeping with a lady on the altar in church. We were both naked. The girl was lying down. I was lying on top of the girl and we were having sex. That I will no more be a member of this church. While my pastor allows such thing, what kind of thing is this? What kind that they happen to be a financier of the church? My pastor didn't even try to ask me a question or whatsoever. And he called me. Why will you do that? He did. I was looking at the man. I was confused what he was saying. It was something like a movie. The next thing, I just saw tears running down my eyes. Like, what is going on? And that was the season of my life. I made up my mind. I want to serve God. I want to commit myself to the work and to the church. But my pastor saw the way I suddenly busted into tears. The man stopped. He said, what happened? Did you do it? I was looking at him like a fool. All I could do was cry. Because what should I explain? What should I say? Where should I start from? What I don't know anything about. Something as church, the altar of God. Uh, uh, I was in tears. He started apologizing. Sorry, he's sorry, he's sorry. He didn't even wait for me to even say anything again. He's sorry. He said, I should clear my tears now. Is that why I'm crying? Is that ask you is that why I'm crying? When you came, you didn't ask. You just put it on me. That is what I did because you had somebody who has money. Because the person threatened to leave church. What I know nothing about. Let me tell you what happened though. Because sometimes some things look like truth and they are not. We were in church. They were light out. Those days where there were a lot of doing so. It was evening about 5, 6 o'clock. And I was in church alone with this girl. She was sleeping in church. I was sitting on the um, on the keyboard with my laptop watching movie. She was sleeping somewhere else. So she walked out of the church. She was walking to go and I don't know where she was going to. When the man was coming in. So the man met her at the door. And the man saw me sitting on the keyboard. So it was only both of us. Are you getting it now? It was only both of us. He didn't see us holding hand. He didn't see us sitting together. He didn't see us hugging each other. He didn't. That was all he saw. He came and asked me, where's your pastor? He's not around. So okay. He thought they were supposed to be. I, said, I didn't see anybody. I'm still here waiting for them. Okay, no problem. And he roamed around. And that was all. That was all. That was all. This life, eh? Listen, be careful of lies, you. Be careful. Can I get Revelation now? Revelation 21, verse 8. Proverbs 12, 22. Most of you, you, some of you now, some of the things you are suffering is people you've lied on. Some of the suffering you are suffering is the people that you've lied on. People you've lied on. Three ladies were asked to come and bear a false testimony against the founder of Deeper Life, said that one said he raped her. The other two said, oh, he has used them. They've done abortion and all of that and blah, blah, blah. Abakumui, years ago. So they came. While they were giving testimony, they joined the queue because somebody wanted to set the man up. It, uh, they paid them. They joined the queue and said they would have testimony. So when they pick up Mike, he said, praise the Lord. Um, uh, mine is not actually a testimony. It's a confession. 
our daddy here in the Lord um, raped me, also so and so did, and I got pregnant. He told me I should have bought it, and this and that and that and that. Ah, everybody was on tension. It's not even me alone. Before you know, the other two ladies joined on the stage and said, uh, we too, we are witness and all of that. And but the man of God didn't say anything. Everywhere was in panic. Every, everywhere. And the man of God picked up the mic and said, you've heard their part. I don't have my part to explain. But I have one thing to say now. If it is true, let them walk out of this stage. But if it is a lie, let them fall now and die. While they were still talking, the ladies, the one who came and started the whole thing, fell down, died. The other two went on their knees and said, it's a lie. They sent us. Somebody paid us. Somebody paid us. Somebody paid us. Look at the person. And it were elders in the church that ganged up and hired those ladies. After the issue came out, they became sick. Two of them died. Lies. The young lady was not married. She was getting to 50. She was not married. She couldn't even get pregnant. Nothing. No, she later got married. Got married very late. Got married very late. Then she couldn't get a child at 50. Then, by the prophetic, was revealed that she lied that a man of God slept with her. The man of God was serving in the church. She lied the man of God slept with her. And because of that, they rusticated the man of God, sent the man of God out of the church, out of shame and all. The man of God left the city. He couldn't even, he begged this lady, tell the truth. The lady said, it's true. You, you slept with me, you pregnanted me, you told me to abort two times and all of that. I've about the evidence. She went to call people who said they were witnesses because somebody who was interested with the man of God, and the man of God said, no, had already paid the lady to do it. I have witnessed and all of that. Did all the lie. They brought the man of God, all kind of insult and all of that. They removed him from church, took everything, and the man of God in pain moved back to the village. There was nothing he knew he could do. Moved back to the village, became a farmer. After about 20 years, this lady was I finally struggled to marry. She finally got married. The child was not coming. She's done everything. IVF who failed it. Nothing was working until she was picked up by prophecy. She said, there was a man of God you lied against years ago. There was a man of God that you lied against years ago. That is why you're going through what you're going through. She busted into tears. The husband told her, said, so you are aware of why we are going through what we are going through. And you kept quiet. I didn't know it's because of that now. It was just, oh, youthful exuberance, youthful lying against a man of God, youthful exuberance. And the husband left. They told her, said, the only way you can be free, go and look for the man of God and apologize. That is the only freedom nobody can pay because the man lost his ministry. The man released a curse on you and used his ministry as a covenant that he will never be a pastor in his life because of you and you will never have a, a good life. You will never be able to get pregnant any day. 
and started looking for the man of God. Started looking for the man. Trace and trace and trace and trace. After 20 years, so it was difficult. After a lot, she sent that to one thick village. She couldn't even believe that human being lived there. She got there. They said the person she was looking for, if they are sure that is the person, they should wait. The person went to farm. They waited from morning to evening. The person came back. And there are people looking for you, me. From where for the city, sir? I'm, nobody, I'm not looking for anybody. So come and see them. Okay, who are you? Um, please, are you this person? Uh, how did you know this name? Because he has stopped using that name. He has stopped using the identity of a pastor or anything. Um, please, I am this and this. The man of God stood up, two cutlass. Say, please, please. You came to ap apologize after you made me lose my calling, lose my ministry, lose everything. Apologize. Apologize. They begged and begged and begged and begged and begged and begged and begged. And the man said, I can't. I can't forgive you. I can't forgive you. I can't forgive you. They left. Oh, they will come back. I think between when they came back, I don't know how the story went. I think the man died or so. The man died. The lady died months later. She didn't give birth to a child. The husband left her. Why? Because she just woke up to become a liar. Lies. Anything you call it, white lie, black lie, please. The Bible is still the Bible. The Bible is still the Bible. Can I get my scriptures, please? The time is gone. For the fearful and the unbelieving and the abominable and the murderers and the warmongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars. Are you seeing? It is a white liars and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burnet with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now look at the, 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 the thing I hate about this scripture, the disgusting thing. Now look at this. The reason why you should have to try to start fixing your life is this. Imagine somebody who is a liar will be in the same place with a murderer. You enter here. What did you do? Oh, me. I killed 15 people. Hey, you are a killer. He said, yes. You, what did you do? I lied, though. I lied. So a murderer and you that lied, just you feel your own is lighter. We'll be in the same place. That's one of the, the wonders of hell. One of the wonders of hell. Those that killed, those that I do worshipers. You are a native doctor. We'll be in the same place. What did you do? Lie. Lie. Give me Proverbs 12, 22. Give me another scripture, please. We look at these things as just common things. It doesn't matter who. It doesn't matter who. Charlie, if you can't tell the truth is too tough, keep quiet. Silent is consent. The way you are quiet, it means you did it. You can't say yes. You can't just be quiet. Let them pass their judgment. You, so face it. Yeah, face it. Lying lips are abomination to the Lord. But they that they truly are his delight. God, he hates lying lips. Say it's an abomination. Do you know what abomination is? Do you know what abomination is? He doesn't even want to see you. So this scripture tells you that every liar, God is not the one using you. Satan is the one using every liar. Yeah, 
every liar is being used by Satan. Listen, but the one thing about lies that lies, we always need help to explain and continue explaining. Lie. You always look for a way to explain and explain. But see the truth? The truth does not need a lot of explanation. Somebody once said that every lie would need a lie and a lie to back it up. Now, if I tell you that, um, let's say I meet, um, who is a single person here? I meet Sefofo, and I say, I'm not married. Okay? I remove my ring, go, I like you, I like you. I say, I'm not married. Tomorrow she meets me on the road, and I'm with my wife. And suddenly, she will want to act like, I told her I'm not married, right? So she will want to act like the person I was talking to, a hi, hi, she might even want to come and hug me. And my wife will now start asking, who is that? I have to now lie to my wife and say, oh, it's somebody I was praying for somewhere, or it's my friend's daughter, or it's my neighbor's daughter. And if I now see her again, the self of she now ask me, um, who is that woman? And both of you were very careful. I said, no, it's my uh, elder sister, or it's my younger sister, or it's my, my church member, my youth leader or choir leader. I have to now add another lie again to cover the lies. That is how lie works. But if I tell her, say, I'm, I'm married, do simple. If she sees me, see my wife, oh, um, uh, daddy, mommy, as simple as that, life goes on. Every lie, we need another lie and another lie and another lie until the day. One funny thing about lie that you can never cover lie forever. Ah, any lie you cover till you die, it will be very expensive. Any lie you cover till you die, Charlie. It will be very expensive. The truth is simple and peaceful. Any lie anybody cover to death, it will be very, you will be dodging a lot of things. You'll be dodging a lot of things. You'll be dodging a lot of things. You'll be dodging a lot of things. Listen, uh, except your conscience is dead, except your conscience is dead. You must understand that no lie is valuable. Lying to maintain a standard or status you don't have is wrong. You don't have a car. You just stood and posed on the car and you stand and posted it. Not by faith too, but you are lying to somebody you just bought this car. Ah, 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 ah. You're holding somebody's phone. Somebody just you bought that phone? Not because... You just want, oh, yes, I bought this phone. The day you, your young phone will ring, they will not know where you are coming from. Lying to show off is a trap. Lying to show off is a trap. So that scripture says that a man who enjoys favor with God and men is a man walking on the covenant of mercy and truth. A man who must enjoy favor with God and with men must be a man who, and who is walking on the covenant of mercy and truth. It includes that that man has not just received mercy, but the man is somebody who shows mercy. The mercy there is not just that you have received mercy, but you are somebody who also shows others mercy. You also show others mercy. I want us to pray. 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 A lot of us, at your age, you shouldn't be doing some things you are doing. You shouldn't be doing some things you are doing. 
There are things we are doing at our age. You feel we shouldn't be doing it. We shouldn't be doing it. Shouldn't be doing it. Put your life in order. Put your life in order. Put your life. Cut off anything that will make you start trying to. None of us is perfect. We are all working to perfection. But Charlie, we can become perfect. Yeah. Ah, nobody can be perfect. We can't. We can't. God said to Abraham, walk before me and be thou perfect. So if you follow God, God said, in my own eyes, you will not be perfect in people's eyes, but in my eyes, which is God, you can be perfect in God's eyes. You can be perfect in God's eyes. Just walk before me and be thou perfect. Hallelujah. All right. I want us to pray. The Father, every character of lie, every trace of lie, every, any weakness in me, Lord, take it out. Lord, circumcise me this morning. Circumcise me this morning. Circumcise my heart. Most of you, some of you, people that, some of you, eh, your own lie is so nice that you don't think, yeah, it's like prophecy. You lie like somebody prophesying. You don't think. The thing will just snap up. One. And when you say it, everybody will believe you. Everybody will believe you. You don't think. You don't struggle with it. Bam. Bam. The thing is out. The thing is out. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I begin to pray, every character in me that, we, that is not pleasing to you, every weakness in me, separating me from you, say, Lord, take it away. 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 Say, Father, circumcise my tongue from lies. Say, Father, circumcise my tongue from lies. Father, circumcise my heart from lies. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice and pray. And as you pray, make up your mind. Whatever, no matter what it is, I better tell the truth and be punished than say the lie and enjoy. That is, that, yeah, that is how it works. I better tell the truth and be punished than to lie and they are clapping for me. It's a, it's a decision. It might look tough, but that is the way. That is the way. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Oh, 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 oh,
Lord, circumcise our heart. Circumcise our heart. Circumcise our heart. Circumcise our heart, O God. Circumcise our heart, O God. Circumcise our heart, O God. Anything in my life that does not look like you, take it away, Lord. Take it away, Lord. Take it away, Lord. Just keep praying. The sound will go out in two minutes. We'll come back. Take it away, Lord. Take it away, Lord. Take it away, Lord. Balaman shaka baladaya. Frato zeke beledeshke di brasataya. Oh, my father. Kila barasutes. Take it away, take it away. Take it away. Circumcise my heart, O God. Circumcise my heart, O God. Deliver me from my weakness. Separate me from my weakness. Deliver me, O Lord, from my weaknesses. Separate me, O Lord, from my weaknesses. Deliver me, O Lord, from my weaknesses. Separate me, O Lord, from my weaknesses. Shabalagatayata. Ligetiperegedon sapalatesis. Keligatabasis. Kelimantebeledis kobalasis. Felegedes. Rokosotosis. Atibasa. Teperesuta. Kadlimon sokoboshis. E prataya. Ora patataya. Lepreketuya. Lord, until I become perfect. Deliver me, Lord. Circumcise me. Walk on my heart. Walk on my tongue. Walk on me, Lord. Walk on me, Lord. Walk on me, Lord. Ya parada. Ya kete parada. Zuke te parada. Zaka te polodosa. Ike te be. Pruke te te te. Pruke te te 